Hello and welcome to Tribal Council, a show in which two brothers who had never seen Survivor before started from the very beginning, got through seven seasons, and fast forwarded to season 41. I'm Patrick. And I'm Chris. And this week we are talking about season 41, episode six. And we don't say goodbye to anybody this episode because we didn't even have a Tribal Council. Yeah. What the fuck, Jeff? shorter season they got to get rid of so many people and then they can manage having or i guess not a shorter season season's probably the same like like episode wise uh but like shorter like time wise i thought they were gonna have to like rush through getting ready contestants and here they got time to just not even get rid of any well yeah like it is the same number of episodes but it's the same number of episodes as we've had in the past with more contestants and there's more contestants and there was only one time when there was a double tribal council in episode one right and so I am like, are we going to see episodes where they send multiple people home? What's happening here? I'm I mean, we've confused. never, I think we've talked before about how like the final episode from the seasons we've watched usually only has like four people on it. But I think nowadays it's more like five or six or something. Oh yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. So that would, that would help. With that. Um, yeah. So, uh, Let's start with Ua. That's where the episode starts. Uh, yeah. Night, night 11 after Tribal Council. Um, it's just Shan and Ricard returning. They're only two left from their tribe. Ricard's kind of upset with Shan because she wants her vote back, her extra vote that she lent him for like a trust thing. Then she gets really angry and kind of talks about how she's just like kept Ricard around basically. And the reason he's here is because she's like kept him around. Yeah. Uh, this whole argument was just like, oh, you were like trying to go into the merge being like, you know, buddy, buddy and friends and working together. And you're not like you two do not trust each other. Right. Uh, it kind of made me realize that I think Shan should have gotten rid of Ricard and kept Jeannie. Yeah, because I think like it'd be interesting to rewatch some of these episodes because I thought some of Shan's like paranoia she was playing up to like genie was an act but i'm starting to think it's not it wasn't i mean i think that i think it was mostly an act but now that it is just the two of them it is like you know when an alliance an alliance can only take you so far and now they kind of have to work against each other a little bit or they can work together but a two-person alliance and a 12-person merge is not actually that useful yeah but it's like yeah, that's true. I feel like they should try to like, they should have tried to sure some things up because being able to merge is like, and people can, like, you're going to be more of an attractive offer to like some of the larger groups if they can like pull in two votes with you two like merge together, kind of. I but mean, yeah, maybe not. yeah. Um, I I'm just interested to see where this non-alliance friendship, whatever you want to call it, what that where that goes. Yeah, we do so- see. Ricard does give back the extra vote the following day. Yeah, the next asks about it again. Yeah, she's like, okay, I'm gonna ask you one more time, and then I'm gonna drop it. I want my extra vote back, and he like kind of acts ask acts weird about it too. Like he said he was gonna give it to her after tribal council, and then like even then he's like kind of giving her shit for it by being like, well, you didn't have to like come and ask so weird. All you had to do was be like, okay, Ricard, can I just have it back? And I didn't really like how he handled that part, but. 
uh, he does eventually give it back to her. Yeah, I do see his point of like, he said that he was going to give it back right after tribal council. If she trusted him, she would like let him give it back after tribal council rather than like confront him about it again immediately after tribal council. And like, she didn't even give him a chance of like voluntarily giving it over. Like he said that he would. Yeah, but like it like it could have been like literally the first thing they get back from camp. He should be like, okay, let me grab you your extra vote. Yeah, like, yes, I see that point. I also think, though, that Ricard is like, yes, I said that I would give this back to you. I don't think that you are acknowledging enough that, like, this gives you an immunity idol and an extra vote and leaves me with nothing. Yeah, I think he shouldn't have given it back. I'm thinking in hindsight. Because the bridge is already burned with our alliance, it seems like. So you might as well keep the vote. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that he should have kept it. I also, like... I, in a perfect world, I think they should have been like, okay, let's go in with this alliance. I know about your immunity idol. You know about my extra vote. Like, we can use them together. Like, but this way we, like, both kind of have reason to trust each other because we each are carrying one. Yeah. And that would be... I think that Shan shouldn't have pressed this so hard. Shan should, Shan should have said, like, actually, you know what? If I think we're going into a merge. You hold on to it. We'll work together. We're still a team. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out with her having like both of those things. Cause I mean, we haven't seen any use of immunity idols in this season, Ever. but the two of us have never seen it. So like, it'd be interesting to know, like, I would imagine there's tons of times that people feel safe enough and don't use it and then get voted off and like, just get sent back in with one or plenty of times that they do use it. And it turns out they wouldn't have needed to. And so like, we just have no experience of like how they usually play out yeah yeah i'm i'm interested in this to see how it goes i feel like this uh next travel council in this next episode might be a little bit wild yeah we'll see yeah we'll talk about that more when it kind of gets introduced how it's going to go and obviously in the next episode um we jump over to yasa um they get like a message from their tree mail that talks about what seems like it's going to be a merge um the women on that tribe evie and tiffany and liana are still uh allied um they show how like xander kind of thinks they're like an alliance of four but then it shows uh i think like liana talking about how it's really just the three women and not actually xander yeah that's liana um the, uh, and- the tree mail message that they de- get does say something about a merge but first we're gonna have some fun yeah which does like kind of clue that there's something else happening mm-hmm um and then we see a little bit from luvu um they're excited that there's going to be a possible merge um nasir throws out that they should ally because there's six of them they should ally as like the final six and just vote everybody else out because right now they're down to 12 people total on the show and luvu has half of that and so if they can hold strong with those six like they can just eliminate everybody else essentially um which we've seen in almost every season like that happens but not not down to the end but like keeping that alliance at least at first is good before breaking it shortly after right um then we head to this meetup first jeff talks to us straight to the camera like trying to explain to us uh how this is going to go although like he kind of explains it but not fully and then he just has to end up like we get to find out like how the stuff actually works later so 
It's unnecessary. I, I agree that it's not necessary. The only good thing about it that I thought um, was like he tells us they're unknowingly they're going to give one person a lot of power in the biggest twist ever, which like does not come back until the very end of the episode when we see what that is. Mm-hmm. But I did like that. I was like, Oh, what's going to happen with this person? Like, I that know is, that something more is happening here. That is true. And it made me feel less bad for, um, Oh, what's her name? Erica. Erica, Erica. because I knew that like, she wasn't actually being only exiled. Like she was going to get something out of it. Um, we just didn't know what that was going to be yet. Um, so they show up, Jeff tells them to all drop their buffs. They all start cheering. Um, and then he's cause for the merge and he's like, well, maybe not quite yet. Um, and he says that right now they have no buff. They have no tribe. They have to earn their way into the merge. So they draw randomly for a couple of teams. I think um, real quick. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I think that this is maybe the first time ever that we've ever seen. So first seven seasons in this one that people have been with no buff and no tribe. Like that's, yeah. that's weird. Yeah, that's true. We've seen it like in very briefly, I suppose, I guess, if you want to count it technically in like a challenge where they had to like one of the seasons, like season four, six, four had the challenge where they would like walk on boards and then like they'd flip it over and that would have like the new color buff they have, but they weren't like, that was like very, very, very brief. Yeah, but I think that they like they were still wearing their former buffs. Oh yeah, that's got probably their new buff. Yeah, like I don't even think that they ever were without a tribe like that. Yeah, the one time that I was thinking of was the castaways in season seven, mm-hmm. but I think that they all had buffs. I think they were like purple buffs or something. Yeah, for being the outcasts. Yeah, so they draw for two teams randomly, and then two people get uh, like a gray rock, which shows that they're not on the either team. They're just gonna watch. Um, and then they get some more stuff that happens later, but for now they just watch. And so that's Nasir and Erica. Um, and the yellow team is there's two teams. The yellow team is Xander, Heather, Liana, Tiffany, and Shan. Blue team is Danny, Ricard, Sydney, Deshaun, and Evie. Blue team was clearly a little bit more stacked than the yellow team. Yeah. The yellow team had two of the people in the yellow team were Heather and Tiffany, who we've Tiffany's kind of come back around, but like Heather really, really struggled with a challenge before, and Tiffany's had some struggle with challenges before. So um, it also is that blue three of the five people in blue are Luvu who have won almost every challenge. Right. And the, and the two people sitting out are both from Luvu too. So yellow has one of the like winning people, which is Heather, who has been the person who has lost them a challenge. Right. Um, so yeah, so they have to dig up a spoiler, roll it through the course, climb up on top of it to get keys and then eventually like work on a puzzle. Blue has a huge lead through this. Yellow kind of catches up during the puzzle time, but blue still is able to take it and get the win. Um, I could tell you could tell during this and you can tell after it also when we get some more time with Xander that Xander is just completely like drained. He has zero energy, um, which oh, makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. Yes, I think that's true. But also like that is obvious because he is putting it all out. There. Oh, yeah. He yeah, is yeah. doing everything he possibly can. Like. Yes, he's drained, but damn, after this chat, like, this is a bit of a spoiler, but, like, I considered giving him MVP this episode just because of this challenge, but because of other things, I don't think I can do that. But, like, he, at one point, they have to, like, climb up somewhere, and he just, like, 
has people climb up his body as a ladder. Right. He's just like doing it's it's wild. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the time when I thought he looked like just completely wiped, which makes sense because in a little bit we hear Evie talk about how like they've literally she's put zero calories in her body for like the past two days or three days or something like that. And so yeah, that would be the same for Xander too, because they're on the same tribe. Um, so they they win blue team wins so they get the new buffs which i noted were pink but then sometime later in the episode they call them red buffs so we should probably call yeah. them red buffs um uh, so they're they get red buffs the losing tribe the yellow tribe um does not get to merge yet and so what we find out and like jeff talked about this was that the blue tribe all of, everybody's going to go to tribal council but the blue tribe all just earned immunity so only the people in the yellow tribe can get voted out um, but they're also going to have one more challenge to earn an individual immunity amongst the five of them. Um, then of the two people that earned that picked the gray rocks, Nasir and Erica, the winning tribe gets to pick which one is going to join them on the winning team. And the other one do that. Do they know this time that at this point that they get X out or just that something happens to them? Yeah, they, they, at this point, know that they're going to be exiled alone on an oh, island yeah. entirely alone for, for two, two days. Night, yeah. Two nights. Two nights. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, is wild. That's right. so much. Yeah. Like that's a long time regardless, but because we have a shorter period of time and we only have 26 days, that's like a 13th of the entire survivor that you're just alone. That yeah. That like is very intimidating. Um so we hear from the blue tribe that they supposedly did rock, paper, scissors to determine who it was going to be and chose Nasir to stay with them and for Erica to go away. But then later in the episode, they say that wasn't the case, I think. Yeah, they do. Danny right. is like, that's the first thing I could come up with, but that's not actually how we decided. Right. We, okay. Okay. I have so many thoughts about this. First of all, I watched this episode twice. So I like the first time didn't really notice this, but the second time noticed that as they are discussing it, like they're not like huddled together. They like, you know, are whispering, but far enough apart that you would be able to tell if they did rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, but maybe they just didn't show us everything. I mean, yeah, but Danny says, like, that was a lie. We didn't actually do it. Yeah, but I mean, like, there might have been time that they did huddle that they just, that part got edited oh, out. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, But yeah, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. But also, two other things. Danny calls this paper, rock, scissors. Instead of rock, paper, scissors, uh -huh. which I was like, I wonder if this is a regionalism or something and like a different. That's just alphabetical. I mean, have you ever heard it called paper, rock, scissors before? Uh, probably not. I, I mean, I call it rock, paper, scissors, but yeah, I did notice that too. That bumped for me. Yeah. It just like felt off to me yeah. and I'm, I'm interested if there's some sort of regional thing there, but I didn't do the research yet to figure it out. Uh, but then also I think they made the. I mean, I think they fucked up. I think they should have sent Nasir and taken Erica. Yeah, I think so too, because Nasir was already in on like an alliance with Luvu. And so they don't need to like worry about like earning his trust or anything kind of. And I don't, not that they're that concerned about earning Erica's trust or anything like that, because I think they want Erica gone actually, which I think is why they made this decision. But uh, they have to know, like, cause other people mention it later. Like it's not just going to be some weird exile thing. Like that person's going to, get power or get something yes some sort of advantage or something right and you'd rather have nasir have that and they can make the lie of like 
Like Nasir has been the big survivalist on Lulu mm-hmm. and be like, Nasir, we know that you're going to be fine with this. We know that you're going to like do well out there for two days. We know you can do this. Right. We are less confident in Erica. No offense. Like Nasir, you got this. And then the person who's allied with them who like, I don't think Nasir would take that the wrong way at all. Right. And he's already allied with them and he has an advantage. Boom. That's like, I, I, yeah. Yeah. So they, uh, that's the choice they make. The blue team then takes Nasir with them. They get to go have their feast. Um, the yellow team um, gets a little bit of rice. They head to Luvu camp where they're going to have to camp there. Um, and then Jeff is left alone with Erica and sends her off on a boat to Exile Island. Um, they cut to show us the merge group, the blue team feasting. Um, Luvu has been t- or talks a little bit about how it's been kind of harmony because they haven't had to go to tribal council ever. Um, they said that they chose Nasir to keep because the men have been getting eliminated and they noticed that. And uh, they mentioned that to like Evie too, because uh, she's like her tribe has eliminated a bunch of people. Um, specifically men, right? Two men, yeah. yeah. Um, they so they have a little discussion about Evie says, like, I haven't had zero, I've had zero calories in like two days or three days or something mm-hmm. like that. And they have this whole thing about how it's the hardest season of Survivor ever. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I think it, I think it might not necessarily show as much for us because they don't show the survival aspect of the show anymore, it seems. So, like, we don't have to watch them, like, struggling to, like, go get water or make shelter or any of that. It just, like, is understood that it happens at this point, I guess. But they, we see them go get water and they have, like, a well of water. Yeah, like, yeah. Water is easy. Right. But, like, they're also, like, living in shelter, which we didn't see any of that being built, really. And, like, we just don't see. I think they just stopped showing us that aspect of it. Like, we, they showed a lot of in the first seven seasons that we've seen. But, like, the fact that they, she literally hasn't eaten a single piece of food for, like, three days is, yeah, that's never happened in a season we've seen before. Uh, I mean, yes, that's true. However, and the I'm challenges. Thinking, like, Africa, they, like, their only water was, like, full of animal shit. Yeah. And, but- and, and it was, like, a huge hike to get bad water that gave them parasites. And like you, you can go 26 days without food. You cannot go four days without water. Yeah. I mean, I think they still have to boil the water on this show too. Uh, I'm not sure that's true. You think they can just drink straight out of that? I think so. Cause I think they like fill their canteen straight from it. Maybe I just assumed that was like carrying containers. But even, even if they have to like, even if they have to boil it, it's not literally full of poop. I think it's harder. I mean, I think of the lack of food. Yeah. You can survive, but like, the challenges are much more physically demanding, I think, in this season than stuff we've seen in the past. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. And so, like, they're just like getting drained, like not yeah. eating, and then yeah. I just was like Australia. They like also lost their food to the point that Jeff had to offer them a deal for rice that then almost got washed away. Yeah, but I don't think like I think they had eaten more than what we're seeing in this season. Like, he wouldn't do that now. Yeah, that might be true. I think that was just early season stuff. But like in Africa, they basically didn't have water. In season four, they also were not provided any food. In season five, they had to like canoe to another island to get water every day. I'm just like, yes, this season is hard. 
I don't know if it is like the hardest season of Survivor ever. Yeah, I mean, I'm inclined to, I'm, I'm inclined to believe the people who've watched all 40 seasons, like all of these contestants have watched like all 40 seasons of Survivor, and they're like, yeah, this is super hard. And Jeff oh, himself I is. Talking- I also have seen on like Reddit and stuff people saying like, is this really harder than Africa? Uh, okay. Well then, yeah, I yeah, I don't know. I mean, it does seem very hard to me, um, but it could just be I haven't seen Africa for a while, so I just am forgetting yeah. some of that stuff. Because the people on this season who are saying it's the hardest season also didn't live through any other season either. So like, right, that's true. I think even if I went to like season one, I would be like, wow, this is way harder than I imagined it. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's not uh, all that important. I just yeah. was like, I don't know that I agree. We get um, a little bit of time with Erica on Exile Island. Lions um, were attacking them in Africa. Sorry, I forgot about that part. They were like being prowled by lions. They were just chilling outside. Like, yeah, you know. They were circling them. Uh, yeah, so Erica, terrifying. Erica arrives on Exile Island and it makes a great joke uh, where she says, the review says it's a little DIY, but I think I'll manage. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, was... That little like bit where she was getting there, I was like, man, I wish we got to see more from Erica. Yeah. It is weird. Like the Luvu people, we just like have seen so little from because you don't see nearly as much from the winning tribes and they're just always winning. Um, They do. She is gifted with some rice and water. Um, She's able to get a fire started. Um, And then she gives a really like touching speech talking about how her parents worked really hard when she was a kid. Um, And so like she really got to spend less time with them because they were so busy working and they helped her survive as a child and that her being on survivor is like a love letter to them to show like how she was able to like make it so far because of all the hard work they put in. Yeah. Um, And she says that she looks like a lamb, but is ready to play like a lion. That's the name of the episode. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that, uh, well, yeah, let's, We'll come back to her in a little bit. Come back to her in a bit. Um, we go to the losing teams camp uh, who went to the Luvu camp. Um, Xander's feeling pretty rough. Liana is kind of annoyed at Shan because Shan openly talked about um, the advantage they had uh, in front of Tiffany. Um, and then Shan and Liana, 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 talking about who they should try to steal their immunity advantage from because uh, is it Liana that has that? Yes, Liana yeah. gets to steal something. Right. And so they're talking, they're basically split between either Xander because they know he has something, some immunity thing, or who's Nasir. the other person? Nasir, because they know that he has it. So a couple things here. Xander calls this mur- murgatory, murgatory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good which I think is very clever. Um, but then, so when Shan asks Liana about the advantage in front of Tiffany, this is because like Shannon and Liana had gone on the thing uh-huh. and done the whole hike and yada, yada, yada. And it's like, Hey, like, so did you get an advantage from that? Like you were supposed to, I don't think that Shan was like trying to fuck up Liana here. Oh, I don't think so either. Yeah. I, like, was... I, think, I think that she assumed that Liana would have told Tiffany. Yeah. I do think it was still not a smart play by Shan. And it was kind of surprising because she's been so like, I feel like she's been so like careful strategy wise this season that it seemed like weird to do that in front of somebody that she wasn't positive was like already in on it but um yeah yeah it also though wasn't smart of liana to tell the truth like she yeah. could have been like oh no i just didn't want to like risk my vote or something like that or 
said like, oh yeah, I got an extra vote. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, uh, let's talk about it later. And so then she talks about it later with Shan, but then like basically immediately also tells Tiffany everything. Yeah. So, which like, why, why, why she says that she's like, feels nervous about that. She knows that extra votes are a thing that come from that. Just say it was an extra vote. Yeah. And so now Tiffany's worried that Liana's going to flip on her because she was holding this information. Um, so that, uh, tribal alliance they had theirs crumbling we're seeing a little bit same thing which with tiffany agrees like in confessional is like yeah i'm not sure if i'm gonna stay with that alliance right um and then while they're hanging out there the merge tribe after their feast comes and joins them at luvu camp um and we see some quick like alliances starting to like form and partnerships and stuff nasir approaches xander um tries to ally with him because he knows they both have the immunity um, Sydney talks to Evie and Tiffany, and they talk about how uh, Luvu wants Erica to go. Um, and Evie's like kind of passing this on to other people. Liana, Shan, and Deshaun form an alliance and pull like Danny into it. Um, they talk a little bit about how um, oh, I should have taken better notes on this. They basically like talk about how they never thought they'd see like so many people of color make it like this far in an episode just because survivor never used to cast that many people of color in a season right um, so this rubbed me a little bit of the wrong way mostly in the sense of now preface this by saying i'm a white dude so i don't really know what i'm talking about here but they kept talking about making this a like a people of color alliance and also in the same breath talking about getting erica out who is a person of color and they're not including like Nasir in this really. And so like it is the black contestants forming an alliance together, yeah. which I think is fine. Uh-huh. I was just confused that they were calling it a people of color alliance when it's not including the other people of color. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I yeah, I see that too, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's just I mean if if that's how they choose to if that's how they want to like label themselves instead of saying they're black but people of color, then that's good. Or that's fine, but yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, which, which again, I don't, I don't know. I'm white, and also maybe there was more conversation that we didn't get or whatever. Maybe they are including Nasir in this, but mm-hmm. for whatever reason, they don't want to include Erica. Whatever. Uh, I just was like, oh, that's strange. I don't know. Um, I am though. Liana, Shan, Danny, Deshaun are like four of my favorites. I am super on board with this alliance yeah i like it a lot it is interesting we we're getting these like batch groups of alliances like kind of forming where we had like uh yasa has like the women alliance forming that are talking about like voting out men to get the women farther and then here they talk about that with theirs which i think like uh i mean it's just like it's kind of neat just to see those like natural groups forming and then we'll see once they're actually merged together how the how much that alliance actually holds and plays out um so then we head to Exile Island and Jeff arrives in a speedboat and just like sits and chats with Erica for a bit. Um, and he pulls out this big hourglass and he's like, all right, so here's your option. The hourglass shows the time that has passed. That's the past. Now you can leave the game in the natural state. Everything that happened, happened. No big deal. This, what he actually reveals to her here is not what I was expecting. I thought he was going to say people could come back. That's what I thought he was going to say too. 
Um, so what he says then is he said, you can, what you can do is you can go back and change history and reverse the outcome of the challenge yesterday. So instead of, which you the, don't do by reversing the hourglass, you go back in time and then, but yeah, you just, you just break time. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, he, yeah, he's also not reversing the hourglass. Like he's just breaking time because he wants her to smash the hourglass. Um, right. Yeah. So, uh, so she can reverse the outcome of the other challenge from the challenge from yesterday, which is would flip the winning tribes basically. So the blue tribe that thinks they have immunity and doesn't have to go to the immunity challenge, um, would then go to the immunity challenge and the yellow tribe who lost earlier would become the one that is immune. Do you think, I guess this is like such a minor thing. Do you think if she chooses to smash it, the yellow tribe will get to partake in a feast? No, I don't think so. That's a shame. I feel like they should. Because uh, they can't take that away from the blue tribe. Yeah, but they should give them something. I So that is actually the only reason why I don't totally hate this twist. The fact that they can't take away the food oh because they still yes. got like a benefit from it i see what you're saying yes because like they won a challenge and yeah. if they win a challenge and like winning a challenge has to mean something uh-huh. like they expect particularly that challenge that was fucking awful and was yeah. like but it wasn't really hard it wasn't i guess it was kind of but it's not like the typical individual immunity challenge and so like uh i don't know i feel less bad about that but like if you win a challenge, you get something. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, and, yeah. And like, if the other team also got a merge feast, like if she breaks the hourglass, mm-hmm. then what the blue team gets for winning a challenge is having to compete in an individual immunity challenge and potentially going home. Mm-hmm. Like that's bullshit. So the only way that I'm kind of okay with this is like, oh, what you won from that challenge is the feast, but the yeah. other team gets immunity from it. Yeah, so this is like a big decision she has to make. She can smash it, and it basically is going to piss off everybody on the blue team, but then also make the yellow team like her. So, like, it's like half and half sort of situation. Um, I don't know how much she knows that she's on the chopping block at this point. Or she, I guess she does think that she's pretty low. Like, she was not surprised to be chosen as the exiled one because she thought she was pretty low, So which makes me think she's going to lean towards breaking the hourglass. Yeah. Plus, if she didn't, I feel like they would have just edited this differently down into one episode. So the fact that they split into a two-parter makes me think that she is going to smash it. Oh, that's interesting. I, uh, I, I've been thinking about like how I would play survivor sometimes as we're watching this. And I think, um, I think the winning strategy is to just get to the next vote. I think sometimes we see people like thinking really far ahead and it screws them over. Mm-hmm. And thinking about like, oh, I just like, I have this final five alliance or something and I just need to, you know, coast until then. And it screws them over where like people like uh, Rob in season six um, or even Sandra in season seven, like get to the end by just getting to the next round, mm-hmm. just doing whatever they need to do to get to the next round. Well, see, that's where I think, like, I feel like that's where I see some, like, strength in, like, Shan, because I think she is thinking long term, but she's also kind of putting out feelers and just, like, building up stuff like she, uh, of just trying to get, like, as many little pieces out there. So that way she's got, like, lots of little alliances. I mean, that's a strategy we saw with, like, Brian in season five, I think, where he was just, like, made a final two with, like, everybody. 
Yeah, I agree with that. My point in bringing any of that up is the correct move for Erica is to smash the hourglass because it gives her immunity in this. And yes, she might piss some people off, but she can deal with that later. Oh, right yeah. Now, she needs, like, if you have the opportunity to get immunity, get immunity. Yeah, I didn't realize that that came with it at first because I was like, well, why would she, like, what's the big thing here? But then the fact that it comes with immunity for her, too, would be like a huge draw. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I, like, if she gets immunity, then one of the, like, six people currently already merged are going to be voted off. So, yes, they might be pissed off at her, but one of them's going to be gone. And so, like, she is on the, like... The majority. If, if, if those yeah. alliances split along those lines, right. she's on the winning side. Yeah. Yeah, so this is where the episode ends, like, with this little cliffhanger kind of they give us kind of a preview for next week but it's basically them all lining up for the immunity challenge and jeff is like all right well erica got to make this choice erica what do you want to do and then that's where we're going to find out um so which is annoying to me sorry i had a lot of issues with this episode uh it seems so obvious to me that she's going to break it yeah uh if nothing else because jeff is like you can make history by changing history like Jeff. Oh, he wants it broken. Asks her to break it. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, it's this big cliffhanger, but it's not really a cliffhanger. I wish that this was just a two hour long episode. Yeah. Or it could have been like it ends with her just like smashing it. That'd be a cool thing. Smash it. Go to credits. Oh, yeah. I, I think that, that would have been better. But I feel like it's building up this like false. That would have been man. That would have been so much better. I feel Maybe, like it's building well, up this like... Fa- yeah, except now we're going to find out she doesn't smash it. And then we're going to f- look like real idiots. Well, yeah. But like, I have more drama built up in like, ooh, she's going to smash it. And how are people going to react? Right. Rather than like, is she going to smash it? Yeah. Um, so before we do fantasy and stuff, there's one other thing I want to mention that my friend Alex mentioned to me. She texted me this week with episode and a screenshot, uh, and said that we need to talk about Xander's hair. So just hair watch future episodes. Xander wears his buff up in his hair to hold his hair back, but he always leaves this tuft on like the right side of his face, just like sticking out. (laughs) I have not noticed that it's yeah. Uh, well, it'll the glass has been broken. You're gonna see it now. Like it's gonna be very obvious. That's wonderful. There's a lot of it in this episode. Um, and it's this isn't the first time that it's shown up, but yeah. So keep an eye on that. Um, all right. So fantasy wise, we got all sorts of points here. Um what's next episode called? Oh, I don't know. Um I didn't look. There's gonna be blood. Ooh. And the next one after that is called Betraydar. Like radar, but Betraydar. That's intriguing. Okay. Um, so we need to pick MVP. Yeah. And I really don't know. I know this one's hard. I like no no. Assuming Erica smashes it, I feel like that's an MVP move, but she hasn't done that yet. So yeah. I can give it to her. I mean, she did. She was able to like make fire and survive on her own for like a night, but I don't know if I want to. Okay. I think, uh, man, I don't know. 
I have mine. I don't know if I have an MVP this episode. I know it's it's hard when there's less strategy because there's no tribal council. It makes it way harder. I have one though. Okay. I think I have one too. Um, okay. Three, two, one, Liana. Danny. Who did you say? Danny. Oh, Danny. So I'm saying Liana just because she's got that advantage now. I feel like she is starting to like spread into like talking forming some other alliances um so like we saw some more bonding of her with like shan a little bit and then also the um shan danny deshaun alliance sort of thing starting to form um i know we did see some like cracking between like liana and tiffany so maybe that's not that strong but i don't know that's the best i got um yeah that's fair i didn't choose i thought about liana but i didn't choose her because of uh her choosing to be honest with Shan and Tiffany. And that I think was a weird move. And also as of now, she's one of six people that could be eliminated, which is not great. So I was like, I feel like I have to choose someone from blue tribe. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I chose Danny because he both like, so they go to him first, uh, Liana and Shan go to him first with the like people of color alliance and he loops in Deshaun who like he's been working with from the beginning so like that I feel like is a good move he also is wild in the challenge and like at one point they have to like scale a wall and he's like helping everybody oh, up, yeah. and then he just jumps up on his own without yeah. anyone helping him and it's ridiculous um, he like one of the big reasons why Blue had such a huge lead is because of Danny uh, he he rocked that challenge. Um, so yeah, I, I gave it to Danny. Nice. Uh, so that puts our mom at 971. I will say first episode so far of the season, mom didn't lose a player from her team. It might be because there was no tribal councils and no players were eliminated, but Hey, if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. You didn't lose a player this week, mom. Good work. Yeah. Good job, mom. Yeah, so it still averages out now because we're six episodes in. You have six players gone that you've lost a player per episode on average, but, you know, whatever. Uh, so our mom has 971 points. Patrick has 1,256 points. And then I'm uh, like 130 ahead of him with 1,384 points. 128, thank you very much. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, all right, cool. So our final three and the final three that we did last week None of those players got eliminated because nobody got eliminated. Um, I mean, we could shake them up based off like Alliance stuff we saw, but I've been running strong with mine for five episodes now or four episodes now. And Patrick has been since the very beginning. So I kind of assume we're just keeping them. Yeah, I'm keeping mine. Yeah. So I'm, I still got Xander, Shan and Liana and Patrick has Shan, Erica and Sydney, um, which Erica was like the real, maybe oddball one there. Um, but based off of what just happened in this episode, things might be turning around for her. Yeah. Yeah. I actually weirdly feel good about that. Here's a, this kind of breaks from our final three and the final three a little bit, but a question for you. It seems like if she does not break the hourglass, Erica's probably going home. Like it feels like everybody else has agreed to send Erica home. Yeah. Agreed. But if she does break the hourglass, when she does break the hourglass, it then becomes are gonna be? Nasir, Danny, Deshaun, Evie, Sydney, Ricard. Evie, Sydney, Ricard. I think Ricard would be gone just because oh. just because Danny 
Sydney, Deshaun, Nasir are all Luvu people. Evie is like the oddball out there. So maybe they would get rid of Evie. Maybe they would go Evie because of the already discussed, like they noticed that men are getting picked off. So they would want to pick off Evie for that reason. Yeah. I'm kind of leaning towards Evie too. It's weird because I'm like those like blue tribe was so strong in part because I'm like, I could see if it weren't for the hourglass, I could see that team, like that group of people being like the final six. Yeah, like all I mean, strong people of those, the one I most would want to actually leave is Sydney. I think she's the one I like the least. I know she like has funny comments that she makes, but I just like her the least of those. But um, yeah, the, I I could see it being Evie just to try to get rid of them. Although, like they know that, like I guess I don't. We've seen so little. I don't know what Danny and Deshaun and Nasir think of Sydney. Like, are they actually allied with Sydney, or it's more of like they just want to get rid of Erica? Well, a couple episodes ago, when they were trying to throw the challenge, mm-hmm. it was because Erica told Deshaun that they wanted to get out Sydney, and Deshaun was like, "Nah, nah, nah." Went to Sydney, and uh, they all teamed up against Erica. Right. Yeah, but it can't be like only so much so because they didn't like tell Sydney they were throwing the challenge. The only people that knew about that were Danny and Deshaun. That's true. That's true. And Sydney is not in on their alliance they were forming this episode with liana and shan but they did make it like really clear with liana and shan like this is an under the radar alliance right 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 we're working together but we're not talking about it right uh yeah at all so the thing that the problem there is like i think danny and deshaun might be running that vote a little bit or like trying to run that vote and do they convince shan to kick out ricard or do they convince liana to kick out evie well, Shan won't be. Oh, yeah, because I keep forgetting that, like, they're on the they're top all of the voting. Everybody's voting. Yeah, I keep forgetting about that. Oh, right. Oh, I think they could convince Shan to get rid of Ricard. Super easy. But, Evie. But they would want to get the... rid of Evie over Ricard. Right. And so they would have, I mean, they would have four, maybe with Ricard, five, because Ricard would be like, okay, it's you or Evie. Like they're going to get his vote. So that's like five right there. So they really only need to convince one other person. And so maybe they'll try to do like a dude alliance and be like, hey, Xander, we're going to get rid of Evie. Although Xander, I think, is feels pretty strong bonded with Evie, actually. So he wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, I. This is mm. why I wanted this to be like a two hour episode, because I think that the next episode is going to be more interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because we'll finally see everybody together, too, which is good. Uh, and I've, I've never seen this like everybody's together but half of them are immune like that this well, is nobody weird. has that's a brand new thing yeah i guess i didn't know if like anything similar at all has ever yeah. happened but yeah we shall see but not tonight uh all tonight right. you could email us at tribal council podcast at gmail.com or tweet at us at tribal council 20 on yeah. twitter you might be listening to this and you're like oh i'll get around to it no do it do it now tonight right now send us that email we want emails we'll read them give us your thoughts your feelings especially if you're not related to us because like i mean i love hearing from you but like we got to have some other fans out there talk to us uh okay so for this week of tribal council this is chris signing off this is patrick and the tribe has spoken (laughs) 